and welcome to the inaugural episode of Tales from the Midpack. I'm your host, Rebecca Hunt. I'll be bringing you stories from the everyday runner, advice from the odd expert, and perhaps some race recaps along the way. Today, for my first podcast ever, so my first guest ever, is the super sweet and amazing Maria Naranjo. <laughs> close, That's correct. Close. That's correct. <laughs> a runner and a good friend of mine. Welcome, Maria. Oh, thank you so much, Beg. Thanks for even considering me for this podcast. <laughs> awesome. Um, the reason I asked you, apart from the fact that you're a friend and then you'd say yes, but you went through um, a big experience with some hip fractures, um, unfortunately. So I uh, thought we could learn a lot from the experience that you went through because when you go through something that big, like you, you learn a lot from all the experts that help you out and you probably do a lot of your own research. But um, for people who don't really know you, where did your trail running journey begin? How did you get into this crazy sport? Oh, well, um, I was a runner. Probably I started to run uh, 10 years ago, just when I arrived to Australia. I used to do it before back home, but not really like a lot, like probably a bit or jog in the park or whatever. Um, but once I came here, I started to run on the roads only and very short distances, like probably 12K will be the longest. Yeah. Were you like me? You hadn't even heard of trail running? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't even hear about that. And then um, in 2016, I think it was, my brother who loves trail running, he came and visited me. And, um, and I was already living here in Belair and he said, you're insane. I mean, you you live five minutes from the park and you run on the roads. You are crazy. Just come with me and we'll run the trails. And, um, and I said, oh, I don't like running on the trails. It's just too, you know, too many hills and blah. I'm like, oh, no, no, come on. So pretty much he just dragged me out of, you know, and, and go to the park. We went to the park for an, a run. Uh, it was tough the very first time, but I, I don't know. I got just... You know, the, I got the back of, of for um, trail running, and um, it captured me since then. So it's four years ago that I started with trail running and per se, and then I mean I haven't looked back. Awesome. Yeah. Now I'm not sure if the echoes or the stomps are coming through, but we have <laughs> three children upstairs. So like me, you balance um, all your running with two kids on the go as well. Yeah. So we'll see how we go. Squealing <laughs> and thumping. So you've been doing it about four years. What have been some of your favourite events that you've gone in? Oh, I would say probably the, the best one I think it was has been Wonderland. Wonderland is just amazing. It's I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. It's it's a different thing. The yeah. Grampians are great. It's just I don't know the scenery. Uh, there is something in those mountains that's just amazing. Which distance did you do last year? Um, last year I did 20, but the yeah. year before I did the 36. Yeah. So once you get to the top of the pinnacle and you see all the, those views, it's just, I don't know, I just fell in love with that place. Um, and the weather was fantastic on the first, very first year that we went there. So probably that has been the very best. And then I didn't mind Eurobilla when I did it the first time yeah. and the only time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I fell. Uh, on my hand and it was yeah a bit yeah. tragic but it was a nice experience and you know the the sense of achievement was great too. yeah yeah awesome um and last July you had a very big win 
You were Trail Running SA's weekly winner for the Taste Bud Craving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently um, bacon and egg rolls are a big winner for you after long runs. Yeah, definitely. It's just the smell of it. Oh, my God. I don't normally eat bacon. I don't <laughs> eat bacon yeah. at all. But I don't know why I crave bacon when I finish a long run. Yeah. And it, it, even better if it's in a big roll with an egg. <laughs> yeah. And it's just not me at all. So on a daily basis, I will probably eat just, you know, um, maybe boiled a hard-boiled egg yeah. uh, eventually and never bacon and probably a very, li- like, you know, very healthy slice of bread, <laughs> but never like those, you know, um, big rolls with bacon and egg. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, that's what my body craves. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's the yeah. salt or because I do tend to sweat a lot and um, I feel a lot salty when I finish a long run. I have yeah. salt all over my face. Yeah, and the white crust. Yeah, 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 everything. Yeah. So I don't know if that's what it is. But, yeah, that's my favorite treat. <laughs> <laughs> we all do it. I had a 600 mil eggnog and a whole thin crust pizza to myself on Saturday oh, really? <laughs> after a big run. Oh, well, oh, there you goodness. go. <laughs> now, I think if I remember correctly, when you were um, – this first all happened, you were training for UTA and hoping to go to UTA. Is that when the first? No. Or am I getting my memories mixed up there? Yeah, no. Um, it was, I was just, you know, what was I doing when it first? So the, with the very first, it actually happened after Eurobilla, after my my first and only Eurobilla, yeah. um, in 2017. So I had, so my very first ultra was not here, was home. I did, uh, well, where was, was home in, again? Ecuador, Ecuador in South America. Yeah. So um, it was a 50K uh, run that I did over there with my brother, um, which I didn't like at all. I didn't like it. I wouldn't do it again because it was just so hot and mm. lots of mosquitoes. Yeah. Once you stopped, the mosquitoes started to eat you. Oh, it was oh terrible. Yuck. terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, and then after that, probably it was two months after that, was Eurobilla. And just straight after Eurobilla, I had my my first structure, stress structure. So what were the signs that something was wrong? What did you feel? It was just the pain. So I went for a run because at that time I would normally run with a TRSA group on Thursday morning. And um, so, yeah, it was one of those runs. And then as I was just finishing, I felt a horrible pain then I could I couldn't even walk later on that day it was super super painful um and then I thought well go away but it didn't and it became worse and worse and um and then yeah I went to see Emma my physio who is still my physio yeah yeah um she's great by the way oh it's funny because uh listeners she's who is going to be my next guest and I lined that up forgetting that you were actually her patient for this <laughs> intentional. Oh, really? Yeah, she's, at, um, she's also my physio, so it was one of those I have access to her and want to hear about yeah. from a physio's perspective. What do we keep doing wrong all the time? What do we need to learn? Yeah, true. Uh, so, yeah, we'll get to hear from Emma uh, next time. Oh, great. Yeah, you went to see Emma. How did she diagnose it? Oh, Emma was great. So before Emma, I actually tried a couple of physios, and they were like, Cold bliss. They they didn't even know. Like, but they're not was, running specialists. Yeah, not yeah, running okay, specialists. Yeah. So <laughs> it just was, you know, a bupa easier that I had because yeah. I had bupa. Yeah. So, um, but they don't. They didn't have a clue. So they were like, uh, like, uh, because I was researching a little bit before, mm-hmm. you know, just googling. 
So what would that pain be? And um, and I did have something saying stress fracture. And I, when I mentioned that to the doctors at the time, to the physios, they said, uh, I don't know what that is. So one of them even said that. And he charged me 150 bucks for that consult. And I'm like, oh, my God. You're a physio and you don't know what is a stress fracture. And I just Google it and I know it. So then I went to see Emma and and... And then I mentioned to her, look, I've looked at this and it sounds like it might be this. And she just said straight away, yeah, that looks like that. So go and have an MRI and, and we'll take it from there. And effectively it was. So, yeah, of course, I was on crutches for, I think it was eight weeks. Yeah. And then I started to see all the specialists, so the sports doctor, the, um, the auto, how do you say that? The, or, or the ones that do the surgery on the bones. Oh, um, orthopedic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's the, that's the <laughs> yeah, word, that's orthopedic the surgeon. Yeah. Um, so I went to see them and, and it was just a lot of money, a lot of, a big process to follow. Um, very frustrating, um, physically and mentally, um, because, you know, emotionally I was like <sighs> desperate to do something, like, it wasn't that I wasn't even like able to run, but I wasn't even able to walk or to do things around the house because it was with these crutches. Yeah. Like even getting a cup of tea was just, <laughs> God, can you help me? So, yeah, it was painful emotionally and physically mm-hmm. painful. Um, anyway, once I got through that, I started with Emma and again like a return to, to run program. She was fantastic. She's she's the best. She's really nice, um, really good face here. And also she's been a great friend. Like she's been very supportive in those times when I've been like really down. She's always like emailing me, oh, come on, you know, cheer mm, up, yeah. blah, blah. So she's really good. Yeah, from um, what I understand, physios seem to be getting a lot of training in um, the psychology of pain and um, I guess the, the mental health involved when you have an injury. Yeah. Seems to be a lot more up with that these days. And that's so it's great. more of a whole yeah, like a holi- isn't it? yeah, holistic approach. Yeah. I think that's great. And then um so once I got through that, um I started training again and what what did she have you doing? Like what was the rehab process? So it was a start it was to start very, very slow. So it was a like a routine of walk, jog. And then, you know, you would increase in the minutes that you would jog versus the, the minutes that you would walk and at, up to the point when you are just running for the whole half hour. Yeah. And then you will increase the days and the week. And was there strength work complementing all of that? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a definite, yeah. <laughs> what, what she have you doing? Yeah. So I remember it was um, uh, weights. Like it's the same things that I do even until now, weight training, um, lots of squats and lots of exercises with a band, with an elastic oh, yeah. resistance yeah. band, just to, you know, to help my muscles and my hips and my glutes and hummies and all those bits and pieces. So she also checked my mechanics when I run. So she filmed me running. Oh, yeah. And then she said, yeah, she, she didn't find any issue because both her and Toby both of them checked my video and said, I don't find it. Okay, anything. so you didn't have to make any changes to your running gait? No, no not at all. Um, no. They seem get, fine. Get strong, load up the bones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get a strong yeah. muscles because what Emma actually explained to me is that, which makes sense, so you, you know, the, the muscles absorb all the impact when you run. 
So if you are thin and you don't have enough muscles, yeah. then, you know, the bone receives all the impact and yeah. then these things happen. Yeah. So um, anyway, I started my, 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 my program. I started running again. Mm. I was very happy with my performance, very happy because it was a year when I, when I would run a race in one of the TRSA races and I was like fourth, fifth, you know, yeah. in the female group. I was running very fast. And I was happy about that. And then um, it started to increase my load. I was running probably about 80, 85Ks a week. Yeah. Um, and then one week out of Eurobilla, it happened again on the other side. Oh, my God. And I knew I, I, that pain was familiar. Yeah, it was so you knew familiar. straight away. Exactly. And I went, oh, my God, not again. I was so desperate. I cried a lot, and I'm like, no, this is not happening again. Anyway, it happened. So I went to see Emma again, and then she, she was concerned because, of course, a one-off, mm. you, you, you think, oh, well, you know, it's just probably too much load, the two ultras that I did just then and blah, blah. But then yeah. when she saw me and saw that uh, it happened in a consecutive year on the neck on the other side. There's something else going on. Exactly. Yeah. So then she wanted, you know, she asked me to get checked by a sports, um, uh, sport, how do you say this? A nutritionist? nutritionist? Yeah. yeah. Um, because she said that it might have to do with my nutrition as well. So I'm not eating properly and that's why. And then because the other factor that it happened, and that's of course just females, I started to, to miss my periods. Yes. Yeah. So then she sort of said, okay. So this is what's happening, and that's yeah. what I um, um, show you before. It's called a female athlete triad. Yeah. So she said, I, I believe you have this, Marinia. So she said, um, because you and one of the symptoms or the symptoms for these are you start missing your periods, you have a, a low bone density, which I have, and you are very thin, um, and then you have this type of of injuries. Yeah. So it all matched. So then she she was very concerned and she said, um, you go and see the, the nutritionist just to check that your intake, food intake is actually in line with how many calories you're burning with all your running. And of course, when I see, went and see um, Amelia from, what's this, uh, Nutrition Strategies. Okay. Um, I went and see her and so, you know, I, and of course, again, the crutches, the story again, eight weeks and crutches and all those eight weeks. Pieces, yeah. How did again. you stop yourself going crazy during those eight weeks? What did you do know. instead? I cried a lot more the second time. <laughs> <laughs> it was because yeah. I knew what was happening yeah. and how it is. And oh, I, it was so frustrating. I don't even know how I managed that. But, um, you know, did you just do like upper body work to have exercise? Yeah. Or? So I, you, I would normally, you would normally find me in the gym with my crutches. <laughs> and you know, trying my to, to do some upper body stuff and whatever I could do. I I did a bit of pool running, but even that was yep. painful. Yeah. So I had to stop. Oh, I just didn't. and I saw you at Arabella volunteering. I said, did you do a yeah, lot of that to yeah, stay yeah. involved? I did, yeah, to stay connected. I did yeah. a lot of lots of volunteering in that time as well. Um, and yeah, so that's sort of probably how I coped. But it was a very hard time. And and yeah, so when I actually went and and see um, Amelia, she, and and then she asked me, so what is your diet? 
and not told her what I eat normally. And she was like shocked. <laughs> she said, is that it? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not starving myself. It was just like, I didn't feel hungry. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was eating when I was hungry. It's not that I'm, oh, I'm not going to eat that. Yeah. So she said, that's, that's nothing. You have to eat a lot more than that. Okay. So she said, if you want to continue running, you have to put on weight. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I will put on weight. So she sent me this diet plan with massive amounts of food to eat, which I am still eating now. <laughs> Do you know I, about I could... how many like calories a day? Or is I there think... some kind of measure there? To... How, yeah. you, how do you know when you're having enough according to? So uh... it was it was about 2,500 calories a day in the plan. So it was a lot. Oh, yeah. She's bulking you up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was quite a lot. Yeah. Like it compared to what I was eating. Yeah. Even, you know, to get my tummy to get used to that amount of food took yeah. a bit of time. Um, of course, everything was healthy, but mm. it was just doubling up. You know, whatever I was eating is just double. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, of course, I put on weight, like probably five kilos or so. It was not a lot, but it helped. Yeah. Um, and then I started to have my periods again. Yay. So that was a good sign. <laughs> Emma was very happy when that happened. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Did you have your periods again? Yes, I, I, have, I am having my periods. She was, yay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was also part of the process, the recovery process, making sure that I have my periods, that I'm gaining weight, and, of course, the physical process of recovery yeah. from the injury. So. Were you was, focused on any vitamins or minerals in particular, or was it just more amounts? Um, it was a lot of focus on vitamin D and calcium. Yeah. So my calcium intake was very low at the time, yeah. and I had to increase it a lot. Like so four times what I was having calcium I had to have with yeah. my diet, and I was still having that amount of and calcium. And the vitamin D is for the calcium absorption. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And that I had to have like forever, Yeah, vitamin D. Even though, like, you know, I'm dark. And I get sunburned with just going outside for 10 minutes. But still, I need vitamin D. Yeah. So that's what I still have. And then my diet, of course, I still have that. So what foods did she make you focus on for that calcium um, and vitamin D? Because I don't drink cow's milk, um, she said, if you're going to drink almond milk, make sure there's a fortified with um, calcium because there is one yeah. or a couple of brands that have calcium, calcium added. And then yogurt. I do drink yogurt and cheese and things like that. Yeah. So, and then lots of protein. Um, you know, I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of red meat, but yeah. I had to eat a bit more of that. And then, you know, just just meat in general, like chicken or or whatever, um, eggs. Mm. And yeah. So that was a main focus. Um, Sometimes yeah. with bacon. <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes. Bacon, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it was yeah um so this second time was a lot slower than the first time for some reason it took a lot of time to heal yeah it was painful after a few months even I was oh, wow. not in yeah. crutches anymore but I could still feel the pain so I probably took I don't know maybe more than six months off running wow. uh, to, and then it started again but this time which was last year. Yeah. So this time um, I took it very easy. So just slow, 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 and nothing major during that year. Um, I remember Emma said, just take this year as a build-up year and forget about races, forget about anything. Just 
just run and enjoy and recover. And then maybe next year you can start thinking about something else. Yeah. So I said, yeah, that sounds like a, like a plan. And that's what I'm doing because, you know, um, I think if I have to choose be- between racing and just training, I prefer a hundred times more training than racing. Do okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I know races are great and it's all, you know, all the, the emotions that you feel at that time. But And the brownies at the end. And the brownies <laughs> <laughs> and rolls. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's fine. It's one day. Whereas yeah. you can continue training and training and going from runs with your friends and things like that. That's what you enjoy. I think personally I enjoy more. Particularly when you have Belair National Park on your doorstep. Exactly yes. right. Yes. Exactly right. So, um, so yeah, so that's it. And that's really what I'm always careful and very scared about. Like recently I have also this pain in my hip and I'm like, oh, no, my God, again, yeah. not again, not again. I went to see Emma again and she, she said, well, she said, do you want to do an MRI again? I'm like, what do I do? Um, in the end, we decided, yeah, let's do because I have previous history. Mm, yeah. Let's just go and check, and you know, if this is it, well, we would know what to do. Thank God, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> so I'm safe. <laughs> so do you have any? Like, has it healed properly? Those two fractures have they both healed, as far as you can tell? Yeah. So the MRI told me that it has healed. So Great. the one that I just had yeah. last week. Um, I don't know about the other side, so the right side, because I didn't test this side, but. I'm presuming it's fine because I don't have any pain. Okay. Um, but now I'm a bit more conscious about that. So whenever I feel pain, I stop and stop training, like replace for bicycle, just gym or whatever. Yeah, just go for cross training instead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I know how it feels to be off for so much time. And, and yeah, all, all the, the, those emotions are, are the hardest bit. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Um, so do you have any particular maintenance and prevention strategies like things that you like I have to do these yeah to make sure that you don't go backwards like with your nutrition and with your strength work what are your must do's now so my strength has to be always it has to happen at least once a week so during my recovery time I was doing it twice or even three times a week but now it's at least once a week I do have to do strength work. So yeah. squats and lunges and step-ups and, you know, all those things that are boring but necessary. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's a must. A bit of cross-training as well, so not just running, running, running. What ha- Before the second fracture happened, I was just running, running, running. So I didn't know anything other than running. Yeah. And I didn't give time, like, proper time to my body to recover so I was just doing it all the time and and my muscles were always fatigued so yeah so now I try to do more cross training and even if it's just going to the gym and do some you know in the the indoor bicycle something it's it's, you know that works for me too so I tend to do that and then with my nutrition I I have to always be on top of it that's probably the hardest bit because it's not that you're always very hungry. I mean, sometimes I am, especially when I train a lot and when I run, you know, yeah. long distances, you know that, Beck. Yeah. You feel hungry maybe the next day or something. You're, like, trying to catch up. Um, but, you know, just a normal day, I wouldn't be that hungry, but I have to be on top of it and say, yeah, yeah well, it doesn't matter. I still have to do these and eat these and have these. 
Or, and the worst bit is when I'm actually running. So when I go in a long run, yeah. I don't really feel like hungry. So I don't need to eat anything. But I, at the same time, I must eat something. Yeah. And I, I remember that's what um, Amelia said to me. Um, <laughs> that, that's my alarm to pack my... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> to remember to pack my clothes for... Um, I do a girls' gym supervision at work. And oh. I always forget my clothes. So <laughs> pack the clothes. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I'll remind you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, yeah, Amelia said to me, you always, always, anything that is over 10Ks, you have to bring something with oh, you. Oh, 10Ks. 10Ks. Oh, wow. And I'm like, you know, when I sometimes when I go and do 30Ks, I don't feel hungry. Yeah. So she said, you must. Even if you don't feel hungry, you must. So now I'm more conscious about that and, you know, conscious about those bits and pieces. And, of course, the first the first thing that I have to always be careful of is my periods. If I start to miss them again, then right. it's like a canary in the mind for you, your first sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That will, that will pretty much be my body telling me, telling me, hey, something is not right. Yeah. Stop what you're doing. So, but luckily, I haven't had that um, since that, since yeah, the second fracture. So, which is good. I remember um, I had that issue a few years ago with. Um, some exercise DVDs I was doing and did some research at the time and found this description was basically saying that your your brain is getting this message that you're running away from predators so much like it's getting all those (laughs) stress hormones it's going obviously no babies right now shut all that down (laughs) not a safe environment (laughs) that's logic (laughs) and I'm like I don't know if that's true but that's a funny explanation uh, that's actually a good explanation well there you go yeah but yeah, so that's good. So you have that very first sign. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you said that you didn't have to change your running form or anything, but we, when you were looking into what what's going wrong, um, what's happening, were there any other adjustments that helped? Like, was there like change in shoes, or was there anything else that helps you take that pressure off? You're saying without mm. that big muscle mass, you're getting a lot more hit on your bones. Yeah. Is it, has it just been strength and? training and nutrition yeah I think that's those are the key ones um I didn't really do anything to change my my form or anything or shoe wise yeah nothing at all I've, I've always been a fan of Saucony so I wear them and um I never had an issue with them um and with my form the only comment that Toby and 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 um said that day was like my hands are very funny when I run <laughs> my arms is like you know, and I'm like, yeah, okay, <laughs> that's gonna be hard to change. <laughs> oh, but we don't care about that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but apart from that, they were okay with with my form. So it would be awesome. interesting maybe to check again because it was a while ago. You know, yeah. And do you find there's any limitations on your training now compared to what you used to want to do and build up to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm more conscious about that as well because I remember I don't remember who told me, one of my specialists that I've been seeing in all these yeah. fractures, yeah. Um, he said something to me that was very true. Like, um, you know, not, not all bodies are the same, of course, and some bodies are made to, mm. you know, to, for example, run 
five ultras in a year, like a few guys that we know are friends yeah. from TRSA and, and Robin and, you know, yeah. all those people. Um, but some other bodies make up with one or two a year. So you have to know your body and don't assume that because you're training for it, you will be able to handle the same load. And, and that, that sort of made sense to me. And, and I said, yeah, that's actually true. So my, maybe my body is not made for that. So I thought, well, I'll probably start just getting to know my body and say, okay, we'll start with one ultra a year. And then if I can increase to two, and then, you know, just play by ear and see how I feel. I might need more time to recover from ultras uh, before I can, you know, attempt to do more. But even though it's very tempting because... Mm. My, my energy levels are fine. So when yeah. I run, I, I run and, and, and I enjoy it. And, I, and it's not like I'm hating it and I want to finish. I'm yeah. just running and enjoying it. But my body's probably not coping it well with it well. So, so yeah. And, yeah, and, and now that I remember, another person that was great in my second fracture was Erin. Um, you know Erin? Oh, Colbatch, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was, she was great too. I met her through my fracture. Because she also had a fracture at that time. So we were sharing fractures and, and sharing, you know, those emotions. And um, we caught up a few times. I remember, you know, a few of those, those times when I was so down and, oh, my God, I cannot run. And this is just awful. She would just, you know, again, give me some encouragement. And we were just cheering up each other. Um, so she was great, Erin. Yeah, and I think, and she recommended me also the sports um doctor that I went to see who was also a great doctor um yeah but you know and so and I've heard that this issue is starting to happen a lot with women yeah. it's very it's starting to get very common the stress fractures on oh. the hips I don't know why I don't really know why but I've heard that even Emma said to me this is getting very common now yeah so I don't know it might be interesting to ask her yeah what, is I, she, what she, she thinks is yeah, behind that yeah yeah well, in my case, I know what it is, but in other cases, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hmm. So you said you're limiting yourself to maybe one or two ultras a year at the moment. Yeah, So yeah. what have you got lined up on the calendar this year? Well, I would like to do um, Cleland 15, yeah. which is in June. So my first plan was to do five peaks. Um, but because I had this niggle just then and then, you know, I thought, oh, and then, you know, I also um, thought I would like to start with a coach, working with a coach, just, just because I want to, to have like a more professional approach to how to increase my, 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 my load and things yeah. like that rather than just me going blind. Um, so he seemed to think that, no, 58 is too much for now. Oh, Let's yeah. start with 22 if you want to do five picks. And then we'll think about Cleland and blah, blah, blah. So... Probably Cleland, and then I would like to do Wonderland again because yeah. I love Wonderland. Um, and maybe Europe again. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But those are the races that I have on mind. I wanted to do this year the uh, Surf Coast Marathon, the 100K. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but when I said that to my coach, he was like, yeah, no, not happening, <laughs> not happening this year. At least this year, no. So I said, yeah, fair enough. I, I'm not desperate. You know, it's just build something. up on the smaller ones. Get your confidence back that exactly. your body can handle that my body can this. handle. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Until I'm yeah. not 100% sure that I can cope with that, I won't risk it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we'll see. Do you mind asking who your coach is? Uh, it's Nick. 
Oh, um, Maxwell. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> of the 100K book. Oh, I've forgotten the title of the book. Uh, Journey to 100. Journey to 100, yes. Yeah, I yeah, bought yeah. and read that. Yeah. He's um, fantastic. Um, he's really good. He's really, like, um, he has a good approach. He actually, you know, talks to you, try to understand what your needs are, where do you come from, your history, before actually putting together something for you. So... It's great. I mean, so far, he's been really good. Awesome. Yeah. Just started with him, though. So, um, yeah, but I'm, I'm looking forward to what's coming. Excellent. Yeah. Well, so you got some <laughs> exciting plans. And am I all clear? <laughs> back okay. on track. Yeah, back on track. Back Thank on track. God. Thank God And all these lessons that you've learned that, along that, the way, you know, hopefully, yeah. all your prevention yeah. To make sure you can run as long as you want. Yeah, yeah, that's and true. Then maybe Surf Coast Century next year. Yeah, who Ooh. knows? <laughs> you can do it with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming along. Thank you so much for having me, Beck. Yeah, that's really great. <laughs> First podcast. Um, I am definitely going to be a show notes kind of person, so I'll put a link in to... Emma at Form Physio, Amelia at Nutrition Strategies, and Nick Muxlow's yeah. website. I can't remember what he calls Sorry, Nick. Um, but I'll pop them in the, the show notes. Yeah, I've also got a, a picture of you I was going to oh, use. Really? So I'll clear that with you first. Yeah, yeah. show me. I found, as long I, as I, a I one. stalked you online and thought, oh, there's a nice picture. I think you'll oh, like did that you? one. Because I don't really do a social media, as yeah. you've noticed. I don't have anything uh, on my Facebook. <laughs> Even my photo is just well, an image. I found you. I think it's a work photo. Um, oh, really? But yeah, I'll, I'll put it on um, the Facebook page so people can put a face to the name, yeah. face to the voice. Oh, cool, cool. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> so, thank you. So that's it for the very first episode of Tales from the Midpack. And, um, yeah, next time uh, we'll be joined by Emma Freer from Form Physio. Great. So thanks for listening and thank you again, Maria. Thank you, Beck. Goodbye. Thanks so much. Goodbye. Bye.